I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Poltergals. All right, and we're back. I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Poltergals. As you can see, we're back, and we have multiple hats. Listen, I don't think I like this, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. We got hats today, so because we're multi-hats now. <laughs> we're a multi-hat facility. So, <laughs> the more you know. Uh, and if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you should have listened to the last week's episode. Because you would definitely understand this. And you would know what place we're talking about. We're talking about... Savannah, Georgia! Woo! So, last week we hinted at um, talking about the city itself. Um, we can take off our hats now. Oh, we want. can? Yeah. Great. You gotta like, awesome. do like a hat throw. Oh, a hat throw? <laughs> Good job. I tried. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, hair yeah. is a mess up. It's all right. So as we hinted at last week, we're going to be talking about Savannah, Georgia. So we kind of did something similar to what we did with, um, you know, with Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah. We talked about the House of Seven Gables or Gables. Gables, Gables. Still not sure how Gobble, to pronounce Gobble. it. Um, and then uh, we talked about the city. So that's what we're doing. We talked yeah. about um, a haunted brewery. And then we're going to talk about the city. Ooh. All right. And start us off, Allison. All right. So Savannah's... Recorded history begins in 1733. Wow. Uh, the year, that's the year that General James. Orglethrope. Yeah, <laughs> Orglethrope, whatever. Orglethrope. Oh, no, this guy's <laughs> name is going to be the word of the week. He is just James. That's the note. <laughs> Guys, the note says, ooh, oh, no, this guy's name is going to be the word of the week. But he's just James. <laughs> I literally started just as like, you know what? I'm going to start putting notes in here. We're going to read I them. love it. Yeah. Okay. So you keep going. And then I'll just read all the side notes. <laughs> James and the 120 passengers of the good ship Anne landed As on opposed the- to the bad ship Anne. This one's the good ship Anne. <laughs> so the good ship. Because, you know, got to have a good ghost ship and a bad ghost ship. Yep. There we go. Uh, landed on a bluff high along the Savannah River in February. Orglethrope. Orglethrope James <laughs> named the 13th and final American colony, Georgia, after England's King George II, the second, and Savannah became its first city. Wow. Yeah. So way to go. Good job. Way to go, y'all. Yeah. First if if you're in Savannah, it. Georgia, hit us up. Oh, please do, because we can come stay at your house and see if it's haunted. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah. If you got a haunted house and you're in Savannah, Georgia, message us and we'll please come do. road trip to your house and That'd find out so if it's haunted. Fun. We can road trip. I can bring visit. my tarot cards. Um, We'll bring a little Ouija. We'll bring our dowsing rods and we'll have fun. Oh, OK. Allison has all the recording equipment. So yes, I do. We're going to get spooky in all the right places. Yep. In your places. If in you your places. Know. In your places. <laughs> in your let places. Let us get spooky in which them. Which then will be the right places. Because we'll be getting spooky in them. Yeah. Yeah. It all works out. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> the plan was to offer a new start for England's working poor and to strengthen the colonies by increasing trade. Wow. Yeah. So good. Good idea. Yeah. Uh, 
The colony of Georgia was also charted as a buffer zone for South Carolina, protecting it from the advance of the Spanish in Florida. Wow. So, there's the downfall. Wow. Under their original charter, individuals were free to worship as they pleased. Rum, lawyers, and slavery were all forbidden at some time. Wow. So, that's a, that's a little... That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> Upon settling, James became friends with the local Yamacra Indian chief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Tomachichi? <laughs> Tomachichi. Um, the note in here says, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> question mark? How in the world do you not, in all capitals, um, mispronounce this? A question mark, question mark, in the brackets. <laughs> Just so you guys know. <laughs> I'm probably going to be start posting our <laughs> our notes. Yes, our please, research please start putting Patreon. our notes in the Patreon so people so can, y'all can see actually them. see what I'm talking about. And enjoy, and listen, we talk about our notes every episode about how crazy <laughs> they are. So you guys have to get in on these notes. So, yeah. The, dude, these, <laughs> <laughs> at some point, I'm just like, what? Why? How? What? And now I'm just typing it all out Good. because why not? Yeah, I like I like seeing behind the process of Alice and doing our research. <laughs> don't worry, there's notes in here about this. Oh, great. Okay, don't worry. There's more notes on the notes about the notes. Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> so, James and Tomochichi, and if I'm pronouncing this, I am so very sorry. Please, if you're a native more specifically of this tribe, and you know how to pronounce this, please let me know. Just send us a like a voice memo over Instagram. That please, we can know. and I will... We will personally... I will personally, <laughs> since I edited it, I will personally go sure, over put and it put it in. <laughs> please and thank you. Thank you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so they pledged mutual goodwill, and the Yamakra chief granted the new arrivals permission to settle in Savannah on the bluff. Wow. Which resulted in the town uh, to flourish without warfare and accompanying, accompanying, wow, that might be the word accompanying, of the week. Accompanying, <laughs> word of the week. Uh-huh. Hardship that burdened many of the Americans, many of the early America colonies. Mm-hmm. And then the <laughs> note says, finally, exclamation point. We learned something and made friends with the natives. So like, don't curse the land. Or so we think. Dot, dot, dot. Oh. Question mark. Exclamation point. In bracket. <laughs> I love these notes. I'm so proud of myself. That is all. You're doing great. <laughs> You're doing God's work. <laughs> so dope. So, <laughs> Savannah is also known to, as one of, actually, the first planned city in America. That's cool. So, James laid out grids, lights, stuff like that, street systems. Wow. So, infrastructure yeah actually i love me a good map i would not survive without them i know <laughs> honestly my mind I, is a map i don't need any directions anywhere i am the friend that people come to to know where things are i'm not <laughs> <laughs> let me guess you use google maps yes <coughs> no it's fine because i mean i like me, i just trust my gut just trust i my know gut. where it is do you like, if you're say, oh, go to Home Depot, great. That's on 84. I'm going to go to 84. Or we go drive. <laughs> it's technically West 84. <laughs> thank you, ma'am. It's I mean, we go drive for 84. 
Listen, I everything like mapped up by like locations and like pinpoints. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, by the Fazolis, <laughs> by the Ollies, by the mall. If you go in that general direction, you'll get there yeah, eventually. Yeah, I was gonna say which Fazolis though, because there's two. Okay, listen, two. I have Fazolis for lunch today. Listen, guys, you're missing out. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, they have three dollar lunch deals. It's ten out of ten. Oh, but yeah, their breadsticks hit though. Ugh, those breadsticks bread slap. Hit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway speaking of direction mm-hmm. savannah had 24 original squares 22 of them still exist wow 22 so, is my lucky number oh there we go look at you yeah so during the american revolution the british took savannah in 1778 and held on to it in 1782 a land sea force of French and Americans tried to retake the city in 1779, first by siege and then by direct assault, but failed. <laughs> in quotation marks. So sad. Those darn British. <laughs> JK, I love the British. <laughs> Close parentheses. <laughs> I love the British, man. <laughs> They're the British. I'm incredible. The British are coming. The British are coming. I'm <laughs> JK, I love the British. It, it's... <laughs> It's built into me, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hostage. I'm a hostage, according to our <laughs> producer. Our producer. He's hostage here at the Rogue Media. Mm-hmm. So sad. I personally held him hostage. <laughs> I personally told him he had to record this episode, or else. Or else. Is he going to become a poltergeist? I think so. A I think Mike's, I think Mike's spirit will still haunt the studio even after you guys leave. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> His body will physically leave. Now his soul, not so much. A little piece of it still here. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. After the Revolutionary War was won, the city flourished once again. Uh, People, farmers, realized that the soil along with the climate is well suited for farming and grew cotton and rice. Wow. Plantations and slavery became highly profitable. Profitable systems for whites in the neighboring low countries of South Carolina. So, Georgia, the free colony, legalized slavery. In all capitals. No! (laughs) That is the note. (laughs) The end. (laughs) Along with the wealthy also came lavish homes. Oh, wow. (laughs) And then in parentheses she said, I think this is going to be the word of the week. But it was not. She pronounced it correctly. I was wrong. Ding, ding. I was wrong. Ding, ding. (laughs) So many of the world's cotton prices were set on the steps of the Savannah Cotton Exchange. The building is still in existence. Uh, Two devastating fighters, one in 1796 and the other in 1820, each left half of Savannah in ashes, but residents rebuilt Nice. In the year 1820, saw an outbreak of yellow fever that killed a tenth of its population. And as we know, they put those people in the now brewery. <laughs> True. Yep. That's they put them in the are. upper floors of the now brewery that we found out last week's episode. Again, mm-hmm. if you didn't listen, go to last week's episode. Please listen to it. You might want to read these text next two little white bullet points. Oh, great. Um, so, this didn't stop the city from making a comeback every time! Exclamation point, exclamation point. They still showed up in those disasters. Wow. 
the ghosties, of course, are showing up too. Exclamation point, exclamation point. I mean, after this disaster, there has to be ghosties. Exclamation point, exclamation point. And then underneath that, there's a full bullet point that's in with an asterisk by it that says, I need to chill with these notes, Debbie. Oh, why do you let me do the research every week? Question mark, three exclamation points in the asterisk. <laughs> that is all thank you i mean why listen we're just having a good time here we're here for a good time we're here for a ghoul time a ghoul time a ghoul time time? we're here for a ghoul time there you go the ghoul time yo there we go (laughs) oh god i think i killed allison i think you did too it's fine i'm dead Hey, at least poltergeist, half of us is living. Half of us is living at one point. I don't know. Uh, after the last week I've had, I mean, my little piece of my soul just <laughs> went off into the ether, never to be seen oh, again. No. Oh, <laughs> it just, no. it just like, it's just like a China doll that cracks and the piece just flits away. Oh, no, Debbie, don't do anyway, that. Anyway, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, no. My mental health is perfectly fine. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Just kidding. No, it's not. It's never brought to you by BetterHelp. During the Civil War, the city suffered from the sea blockade so strict that the economy crumbled. Crumbled. Yep. It wasn't until the post-war years that Savannah bounced back once again, not just economically, but also culturally and aesthetically. And then in quotation marks, look at the bounce back! Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Who would have thought? Into parentheses. You're welcome. Great note. (laughs) So significant buildings that were saved and restored include the Pirate's House that was built in 1734, the Old Pink House that was built in 1789, the birthplace of Juliet Gordon Lowe. I don't know who that is, but I put it in here. Uh, The Tailfair Academy of Arts and Science built in 1812, the Lutheran Church of the Ascision in 1741, the independent Presbyterian Presbyterian Church. Well, uh, there's the word of the week now. <laughs> <laughs> in 1741. I'm sorry, that was 1890. Gosh, sorry. get in your history. <laughs> the Cathedral of St. John the Baptist wow. of 1876. The first African Baptist Church in 1788. And Savannah's Temple, Mikai, Israel. Mm. And it is the third oldest synagogue synagogue in America. Wow. That's so cool. Well, now we know about the history. It's time for a commercial break. Commercial break! And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. <laughs> time to learn about the hauntings let's get ready to rumble all right so i'm gonna start it off with um some of the most haunted places i'm gonna go along by streets i'm gonna go along by buildings i'm gonna go along um kind of how we do by the way there's there's only two there's only two because it's the most haunted the those two that i if you go, by the way, I put a link in here, which I will put in the description, but if you go to 37 Most Haunted Places in Savannah. There's a lot. There's a lot. So I only put two, and 
went into detail with so, them. So um, maybe we can do a future, an abridged, a second oh. Savannah, Georgia episode. Oh, okay. Um, and maybe, again, if you guys tell us where to go and who to come stay with, um, we'll find out if your house is haunted and go to some of the 37 locations oh. for the little low price of you supporting our Patreon. <laughs> Please do. Please support our Patreon. Anyway, so first off is 432 Abercorn Street. So and this, this is, is a house. Yes, this, this is, is a house. actual house. Uh, so the construction of this house was built for Benjamin Wilson, and his family wrapped it up in 1869. Wilson was a veteran of the Civil War. The home he had built was valued at over $20,000, um, which, again, was a staggering amount at the time. Um, as we've mentioned before, that's a lot of money today. So, yeah. um, you know, yeah. uh, inflation. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah. yeah. So after the family moved into their new house, Mr. Wilson's wife died of yellow fever, <laughs> as did a lot of people yeah. in Savannah, Georgia, um, as we now know happened at the, with the multi-hat with the multi-hat, um, which is why we were wearing hats at the beginning oh. of this episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and then after reportedly, Mr. Wilson actually fell into a deep depression better help just kidding not really <laughs> never sponsored by better help um how do you get a sponsorship from better help don't know um but he actually tried his best to pull himself together um it's believed that mr wilson was not the warmest of individuals um by hardened by war and especially after the loss and death of his wife so Aww. he was not a kind guy but Aww. he was a kind of guy it did say though which i don't think i put in here that he was not the best to his kids after yeah. his wife died. He, uh, punishment was not the greatest. E. So. That's a big oof. Yeah. Um, and the problem is, while it's likely the house is haunted, there's no truth to a story about Benjamin Wilson. So you might not even know if it's true. Who knows? Rumor told about 432 Abercorn is set the backdrop of the late 50s maybe about the late like 1950s 60s um when the owners of the house were a young husband and wife the couple lived in the house with their two daughters during the evenings the adults would go out on the town and enjoy the savannah night life and the adults left their four children at home alone without any supervision yes you know, were you the type of family? Have you seen that on TikTok where it's like, um, were your parents the parents that said, don't open the door unless it's me? Or are you the parents that never let, like, let you be alone and always had a babysitter? Kind of both. Oh, okay. You got a combo. Kind of both because, yeah, depends. Yeah. Well, on the last night of the friend's vacation, the adults actually stayed out a little bit later than usual. And then when the adults finally arrived home... They went to check up on the children before going to bed. When they entered the children's room, they were shocked to discover three of the girls had been viciously murdered and escorted together and, like, contorted together to form a triangle. Like, you know, like their bodies should, were laying in a triangle. That's terrifying. You know who should we, who we should have had in here while listening to that? Bloody happy hour. Bloody happy hour. Oh, my gosh. But that's okay. So their bodies laid there, bloody, sliced open, and their organs had been removed. That's a little gruesome. Yeah. That's a little more gruesome than we usually talk about on the yeah, show. Yeah, that's very <laughs> gruesome. Um, and then later, the fourth child was actually found hiding in one of the other rooms, curled inside of a closet, frozen in fear. Aww. So 
terrifying. Poor kid. I know. Poor little Billy or Sally. I know. And then all of the dead siblings. Um, So that, of course, is one of the most famous things that has happened um, that causes a lot of attention that now um, (laughs) causes the house to be haunted. Of course. Of course. Um, And then the other location I'm going to be talking about today is the Mercer Williams house. Um, So like many other historic houses in Savannah, there have been reports of paranormal activity at the Mercer Williams. These reports usually include commonalities like apparitions, disembodied voices, phantom footsteps, and unnerving feelings that someone might be watching you. Someone's watching you. Or how's it go? I don't know. Is there somebody out there? Because it's getting harder and harder to breathe. Because they're watching you. Oh, no. Um, so the Mercer Williams House Museum, um, while it's open to the public, it's actually not highly, you know, excited. They're not excited about the ghostly reputation that they have. It's kind of like that episode where we talked about where they were like, they were like oh, yes. Yeah, so this place is on. They're like, eh, not really. So I think they're just in denial. Um, so they're not really excited about it. Um, so as well as their association with the novel, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. The current owner of the house is Dr. Dorothy Kingery, um, also William's sister. Um, It's usually rather tightly lipped when it comes to stories about her notorious brother and even more dismissive when it comes to paranormal activity that is happening in the home. Oh, no. We're getting uh, buffered right now. I mean, maybe the polter. The polter portal. Yeah. The poltortal. (laughs) um but yeah so she is um again in denial what is this egypt (laughs) because she's in (laughs) denial am i right oh my god um in fact she actually claims there is never she has never had any experiences of the supernatural of any kind but that does very little in actually swaying others from sharing their own ghostly experiences involved in the house i mean I mean, if it's her brother, though, you know, if he's haunting the place, maybe he's, like, not haunting her, you know? Yeah. So maybe she hasn't had any experiences, but it doesn't mean other people will. (gasps) We're back. We're back in business, baby. Finally, through the portal we go. Through the portal into the murders and mysteries and hauntings. Oh, no. So the Mercer Williams is most famous for the resident, um, unquestionably, is Jim Williams. Some say he was actually a killer's, and others say he was just very eccentric, you know, like in that old-timey way where they do weird things, and people think they're weird, but he could have also been a killer. You never know. Um, A discussion. A discussion to continue. (laughs) Yep. Years after the trial, Judge George Edward Oliver, who presided over actually all three trials for Jim Williams, was quoted as saying, that son of a gun, Jim Williams, was absolutely guilty of cold blooder, cold blooder, Blooded? cold-blooded murder. Cold blooder. Cold-blooded murder? Mm-hmm. That's Whoa. correct. Um, the judge then went on to add, I do not blame him. The boy he shot, known as Danny Hansford, um, was trouble with a capital T. Oh, no. So, you know, I don't know. Um, even if you believe that Jim Williams... To be a guilty man, he didn't actually really get away with anything after all, um, after all was said and done. I mean, again, Williams breathed air as a free man for only six months oh, before no. he died in yeah. his 
house. <laughs> the now haunted house. Wow. Great. Well, if that doesn't convince me, nothing will. <laughs> Since William's death, the members of the staff who have worked inside the house um, in, you know, especially after hours, um, have time at a time seen his ghost, like of him. And like the people working in the house were like, yeah, that that's Jim right there. He'd be ghosting so over there in no that corner. Denying it. There's no denying it. No like denying the it. people that worked for him were like, no, nah, man, that's straight that's up. Him. That's Jimmy, that's my him. boy. That's my boy Jimbo right there. Um, he'd be ghosting. Um, <laughs> and then most frequently it said that he appears in a full apparition form. So like fully materialized, like, so they can see him. So there is no way that they do not know so that the, it is him. There's faux show sure no denying it. There's faux show sure no denying. His sister is in <laughs> denial. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so his whole apparition forms. And it's actually seen walking up and down the halls of his house. So again, this could be a residual energy type ghost thing. Or could be a full on haunting. Because oh. of all the tragedy and everything that he faced um, in his own home. Um, yeah. Especially since he died. Yeah. <laughs> in the house in the house of course um but yeah and there were again as we mentioned before so many other locations um oh, in yeah. savannah georgia visit the top 37 most haunted places in savannah at haunted savannah ghostcitytours.com yep. um and then once you guys actually get to savannah they also offer ghost tours of course of course Duh. why wouldn't you want to miss out on that um, so yeah, that's just a little bit about the hauntings. There's plenty more. Yep. Um, so if creepy murders with triangle dead bodies and, Yuck. um, people shooting other people and dying in their house, even though their sister doesn't believe they're actually dead, it means anything to you, <laughs> make sure to listen to us next week. Cause we'll be talking about another spooky place. Oh, be sure to check us out on all social media platforms at the Portugals and on roguemedianetwork.com. And don't forget to go subscribe to our Patreon. You can be a baby ghost, a teen ghost, or a sexy ghost. You can also check us out, the video version of this podcast, on YouTube. That's Put on right. at roguemedianetwork.com and, of course, the Portugals on YouTube. So. There we go. And you can look into our Porter Portal. <gasps> Porter Portal. Oh. Porter okay. Portal. Anyway, that's Bye. all for this week. Bye. You've been listening to The Polter Gals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media podcast. <laughs> <laughs>